One thing people often wonder about is the supernatural. Does something exist on a plane that we can't see? There has to be some rational explanation for the things that go bump in the night and the things that we can't explain, right? Join us on this episode with my grandmother as we visit the Pennsylvania coal region and some of the unexplained phenomenons that have happened there. This is Scary Stories, Volume 1. Welcome to Spooktober on Mind Warp Radio. This month, we're going to be diving into topics like the supernatural and the unexplained, the things that can't be seen with the human eye. If you enjoy the unexplained, astrology, and maybe even horror movies, then this series might be for you. Okay, hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, my grandma, one of my best friends ever, as I always say. So, do you want to introduce yourself, Nanny? Hi, my name is Suze. Um, I'm from a little town, and I am so proud to be his grandma. Just an interjection. My grandma is so nice. Love her. We stand a legend. That's so nice. So, so th- thanks, Nanny. So today, um, we're going to be talking about some scary stories. So, well, we both have our fair share of uh, scary stories as we're... Well, I think I'm gonna, we're going to release this episode in October for the spoopy story uh, edition of the podcast. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about some experiences that we have had. And, yeah, my, my grandma definitely has some scary stories that she's experienced over the years herself. So, um, let's see, which one, which one do you want to tell first? Um... How about the man in the cape? Okay. The big black hat. That sounds good. Okay. Me and my friend Judy, we live in we lived in a little town, maybe about twenty houses, and two and a half miles down the road was another town where we used to walk to get candy at the candy store. And how old were you guys at this time? We were like maybe ten. Okay. So the one night we were <clears throat> a little bit late. It was starting to get a little bit dark out. Anyway, <laughs> we decided we were going to walk down to the next town, which was quite bigger than the one we lived in. Like maybe, oh, there was a thousand houses in that town, two and a half miles away. So... We got ready, and we start walking down, and along along the road, there was a little stream on one side, and on the other side was lots of woods. So we were walking down, and we came to a crossing. It was called the truck crossing, and there was a big, big, giant oak tree on the left-hand side. And on the other side, there well, there was a road going right across the road we were walking on. And we were walking down, and all of a sudden we seen this figure leaning against the big oak tree. And the closer we got, he had a big black cape dressed all in black, a big dark hat, really big. And we couldn't see his face, so we thought, because we weren't close enough, because he was all in black, and his cape came up behind his neck and we were walking down and all of a sudden he start moving and then he would start walking toward us and the closer we got 
we started to get scared because we couldn't see his face or his hands were black gloves, all in black. And you said there was like only a couple of streetlights like on the whole road. So there was, was only dark. like one streetlight <clears throat> in that two and a half miles. And it's like surrounded by trees, right? Like yes. the little road, like you said. And we, he start walking faster toward us and the capes start moving. Then it wasn't windy. And we just stopped and looked, and there, he had no face. There was nothing there. It was just, and we just turned around <laughs> and ran, and ran faster than we ever ran. And we never went down that road again at night, never. That's and really so scary. that wasn't so scary. Well, but for us, it was really lost, scary. And didn't you say you lost your shoe, too, just because it was, like, so dark and you were running? Yes, yeah. I did. I lost my shoe and left it there. <laughs> that wasn't too scary, Jamie. No, I, no, I thought it was scary. Sorry, and, sorry for laughing. I think it's just because we're, we're, like, making well, eye contact. Know, and, like, like, <laughs> and then well, we always, like, laugh. Like, you know how we always get into laughing? So then I just, like, start laughing. <laughs> but, no, it sounded really good. You're doing a really good job, like, narrating it. But yeah, that I thought that was scary. How did you how did you guys feel like afterwards? Did you what did you both talk we, about? We we told the adults about it and then nobody believed us. They thought we were just seeing things. Yeah. And nobody believed us. So we never, never, even when it was just starting to get a little bit dark, we never walked that road again. Oh, that's scary. Oh, well, we were seriously, we were scared. Oh. No, yeah, Shake and yeah. scared. I mean, we ran faster than we we could couldn't even imagine we could run that fast. Yeah, no. Now that I'm telling it, well, now it don't seem so scary to me. Well, but it'd be really then. scary in the moment. Yeah, no, for real. So our next story of the episode is about this mysterious breathing sound that was heard um, in the house that my grandma lives in. So late at night. Yeah, late at night. So this was like <clears throat> I was I was staying so I was staying in the house. Um I was like living here at the time and I think I was like four or five and I was in the house. It's just like a typical setup I guess. I was in there's a room <clears throat> there's a room in the upstairs. So I was staying in the very back of the upstairs rooms. So it's just like down this little hallway all the way in the back, facing the backyard. So I used to have my little nightlight on and everything every night because I was afraid of the dark. So just like a little lamp and everything. So one night when I was sleeping, minding my own business, I heard this really heavy breathing sound and it was like really raspy and just like very like strained, like maybe like a heavy smoker or something. So yeah, I just like woke up out of my slumber and I heard this really heavy breathing sound and I like opened my eyes and I looked around and my door, my bedroom door was shut and everything and I had my little lamp on so I can see the whole room like really, just really dim, really dimly and yeah, I remember like I thought it was, we had a dog, his name was Mo, so I thought it was like our dog in the room so I like looked under my bed and he wasn't there so it was like the room was empty and the breathing sounded really close, like as if somebody was standing right next to my bed. So I started to get like really freaked out. And I just like hid under my covers because I was like too afraid to leave the room. 
just because the door was shut and I felt like if it was like a ghost or something, it would get me. But yeah, it was just this like really heavy, raspy breathing sound, just like a steady like breathing as if somebody was standing right next to the bed. So the next morning I told my mom and she didn't believe me. She like, of course, she thought it was a nightmare. She was like, oh, you just had a nightmare. Like it wasn't real. Oh, and actually, so like when I first heard it, I ended up falling back asleep because it stopped. And then I woke up again. Like it had to be like just a little while later to the same sound like right next to the bed. And so, yeah, I told my mom the next day, she thought it was just a nightmare. And I used to like, like I definitely thought about it a lot cause it was like very clear to me. I re- even remember it really well now. So I felt like I was very conscious during it and like very aware like that it wasn't a dream. So then um, that was it until, this is my grandma's side of the story then. Um, your experience with that? I remember that. It was <clears throat> so real to me, too. And I thought it was the dog when I was in that room. And I heard heavy breathing, heavy breathing, getting closer and closer. And I thought it was Mo, the dog. And I looked down and around the room, there was no Mo. He wasn't, he wasn't in the room, and I heard the breathing. Yeah, and so I, I never told her, like, a, that I heard that until, like, she, she didn't know before that I, like, that I heard that, because I never really talked about it again after I told my mom. So, then I think, like, you said the next day that you heard the breathing. I did. And, yeah, and that's, like, then my mom, like, believed me, and she was like, oh, what the heck, like, that's crazy. Because no one mentioned to you that anyone heard that. And I remember hearing it, and yeah. I was like, what the heck? Did you feel scared? Uh, well, not really. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I just I was didn't scared. know. I, you know, I looked around and I like, wonder what is it? It's not the dog. Yeah, <laughs> the dog's not here. And wait, did you feel like the sound was really close too? Because like when I heard it, yeah, it was like as it if got closer. Was, yeah, it was like as if some somebody was like standing like right next to the bed. Yeah, it got closer. And then I never got up and turned the light on. I just figured, well, if it's a ghost. It's a ghost. They can hurt me, so that's a good way to do think nothing. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to think about it. You're brave. <laughs> I was like ready to lose my shit, just like with them. I had the sheet just like over my head, well, and yeah. I was like hoping that it would just go away. Well, yeah, when you're when you're that young, you, you, yeah, it's scary. But then, I don't know. I think, yeah, that was definitely an unexplained phenomenon. Definitely of the house. Not a good. What is it called? Podcaster. Yeah, you are. You sound good. (laughs) Got a lot of details in there. It's good. So our third story of the day is one my grandma experienced. I'll let her tell it. Well, we used to call it the Twin Dams. And actually, it was two stripping holes. And there was a road that went between them. And there was a lot of eerie things up there. When we used to walk up the mountain, and then we'd go down and down... The road would go way down low. We had to take this road to get to these twin dams. And there was a whole pile of us. There was, you know, Jerry and Judy and Rosie and Eddie and a couple other people. Of course, I can't remember. And um, Wait, how old were you when this happened, do you think? like We were we're teenage, teen, yeah. in our teens, maybe 14. Yeah. 
and we decided to go swimming in the dam. When you walk in, it would be the dam on the right-hand side. And there was a dam on the left-hand side where on the left-hand side we wouldn't go in there because there was a young person that died in that dam. Oh, really? Because he dove in and hit his head. Was it like around that time too or like a while before? No, no. We, w- we went over to swim in the dam on the right. It was like maybe three months after this boy died on the other side. Well, we would never go in that one. So we went all we were all over there. We had our music playing and we were swimming and Jerry decided to swim out farther than we would usually go. And all of a sudden he starts screaming. We thought he was joking around. You know, he was screaming, Help, help, if something has my leg I can't get loose. So we all went over and we started pulling his arms, you know, the whole bunch of us pulling his arms and finally whatever had him let go and we got him over and got out of the water and he had a big giant handprint on his leg it was huge and it, it definitely was a handprint yeah no you were saying but that. really really big that's crazy well we never went in there again that was the end of the Swimming. Yeah, what what'd you twin dance? What'd you guys kind of like make of it after that happened? Like, what'd you, do, I guess, do or say? I don't know. Well, we don't know what what it was, yeah. but it definitely you could see it on his. And he was a big guy, Jerry, for his, you know being like fourteen. Yeah. He and we all saw that mark and yeah. on his leg, all of us, and we never, never went back to there. We always used to go there to swim. Yeah. We never went back. Oh, that's so scary. Well, I know, like. And we don't, we never knew, you know, we were like poking the water, putting big sticks into the water to see, you know, we went around on the other side. We didn't go back in the water. Yeah. And it was like really deep, isn't it? Especially because you said he was like out in the center. I know they're like very deep. deep. Because it's like a pit where there was like a a coal mining pit where they go really deep to get the coal. And they just filled with water over time, right? Yeah. But, well, they're filled in now, right? They filled it in with, like, dirt and everything. Now they're filled in. Yeah. And, um, well, I know, like, I heard about, like, a couple of people, like, my mom and then, like, other people, and, and you said that even, like, being in that general area, the air just feels, like, really weird. You kind of feel, like, creeped out without even, like, knowing why. Yeah. We went over one time, and here that we've seen all these, like, clothes stuffed as dummies. Oh, you did tell me this one time. And we were walking down. You had to go down a big hill to get to the twin dams and we're walking down you could see out of the corner of my eye I saying something running in the woods and everybody we, we were all scared that day too. yeah but we walked over and you could see somebody some person was stuffing clothes to make you know like to make a, a yeah. body figure like a dummy yeah yeah like kind of like filling like filling the clothes with other clothes or something or, it was yeah. stuffing like shirts okay. and pants and socks it was all connected, and they had just a blank face. Oh, that's so scary! Do you know like what they used for the face? Was it just like a? It was just cloth like thing? a like a cloth. Yeah, and you know hats, but that was so scary. That is really scary. I'm like really freaked out. Who, who would be in the woods stuffing? Yeah, like making little like dummies with like clothes and everything. It's kind of like who in their right mind would like be doing that also. And then, so that was two bad experiences we had. Like going, in the same area. Yeah, going to the twin dams. And there was 
that boy that died that yeah. hit his head when he dove in oh, on the other right. side. That that stripping. And he said that was like not the one that you guys were swimming. No, we, yeah. we, we didn't go. We wouldn't go in that one. And behind that one, there was another stripping pit where a guy committed suicide. Oh, really? Like around the same time too. Mm-hmm. Wow. And down the road from there, there was a lady murdered by a guy. Oh wow! So like definitely a lot of like like bad stuff kind of like happened there too. And well, and years ago that was a big mining place, and there was miners killed in the mines there. Oh yeah, because like they weren't really like, a lot big of on, like safety all over at that there. time, were they? Like people would just come and go. Right. And, what is it called? Like the, like when you get like all the coal in your lungs and like get sick from black it. lung. Yeah. And they had the mining caps with the lights. Yeah. And there, yeah, there was no safety there, and there was a lot of miners <laughs> killed over there. Wow. That's really scary. But when you start going down into that little valley, you you could just feel something. It just, yeah, that's it just what, didn't that's everybody what say. So yes, I don't know if I'd want to go over there on Halloween. Yeah, or during a full moon. Or a full moon. <laughs> yeah. Or any time anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was but. definitely very. Very scared. And now, yeah, no, I, I haven't been over there for since I was young. Yeah. And there now it's all different because there's somebody else doing mining over there. Okay. They're, they filled in those twin dams and they changed all the roads and stuff. Oh, yeah, because it, so it's, it's different. but And it's like, well, because there's nobody there and it's so like a silence. Yeah. But scary. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like yeah, that's not that, a lot. Like, that was after the, uh, Jerry got his, got, you know, grabbed. Yeah. He was getting pulled down into the deeper part of the water. That was it. What else? Do you want to tell the, um, like the one where you were, you guys were like in that, in the woods? Oh, the abandoned house on the hill. Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. Me and Judy were like maybe 12 And they just abandoned the house up there on that hill. Yeah. Nothing. They didn't take nothing. All the furniture was there, the silverware. And the was like in good shape, too? Or was it in bad shape? Well, yeah, it was in good shape. It wasn't falling down or anything. It yeah. Was, like, I guess, did the people just, like, move out and, like, leave everything? Uh, uh, somebody old, I guess, maybe mm. went to the nursing home and they just left it there. Okay. And so we went up one day. Like the two little buggers that we used to be, yeah, and, I know. Uh, investigating everything that happened in yeah. our little town, <laughs> and it, you know, it was like a dirt road that went all the way up there, and then the dirt road went toward another town, and then there was a little dirt road that went up to the house, <clears throat> and we saw something like white. Yeah. At the window, like, we couldn't see it real good, like, just like a white, like the wind blew something white past the window. Oh, okay, okay. So just, like, <coughs> you don't really, like, think anything of it. Right. So we, it was in the middle of the day. We went up, the door was open. And we seen it like it was cracked open. And then we got closer, and we seen this hand on the door. With these big, I mean, ugly nails. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, we got closer and it was gone. Oh, okay, okay. And we went in and there was 
these like big white hairs everywhere. Yeah. Really long. And we don't know, might have been a a lady bum living in it. Like a squatter or something. Yeah. Yeah. There was, everything was in there and it wasn't, like I said, it was abandoned. Yeah. Everything was there and you could tell. You know, they're, 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 some of this stuff was being used. Okay. But we would go in there and make sure nobody was there. But then, you know, after seeing that, we kind of got a little bit leery. Yeah, we heard the, you know, it was like a little, like a little door creaking open. Yeah. And then we could hear stuff sliding around up there. And, you know, we looked at each other and out the door we went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody would believe us. Yeah. And they got up there and they got scared right out of their little boy pants. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they thought they were like tough till then. Yeah. yeah. They were machos. Yeah. And yes, we'll go away. You are just making stuff like that up. We don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And they were, they were, they were, oh, 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 oh. (laughs) And they believed you. After that, they did. Yeah. There is one more story from my hometown that uh, I forgot to talk about with my grandma in the the podcast, but I wanted to add it now. So it's actually about this, I don't want to say the specific name, you know, just in case there's any stalkers out there, you know, been stalked, not trying to do it again. Anyway, there's a mountain near us with a specific name, and basically, I guess years ago, there was a woman and her boyfriend, they were driving in their car, and for whatever reason, the boyfriend, I guess he was abusive, and he was just, like, being a little abusive turd, and he ended up murdering the girlfriend, but while he murdered her in the, like, mountain at nighttime, she was able to, like, scratch his face really deeply, so he allegedly always had scars on his face, And then I guess they found him guilty for the murder and arrested him. But the rumor is that you can be driving through this mountain at night. And I used to drive this, like, route often, and I've never had any experiences. Even though the vibe there is actually really scary without even knowing about this story, especially at night. I have had people in my life tell me they've experienced some weird stuff on this mountain. But so the rumor is you can be driving at night, and your car will stall, and kind of, like, the headlight shut off and all your doors will open, or just your door will open. And sort of the spirit of the woman who was killed will come and just feel your face and she see if she can feel scars on it to see if it's her husband who killed her. So pretty spooky. Well, I think that concludes our episode with special guest, my, my grandma. And we're going to try to convince her to do another episode for the, the podcast soon. Maybe me and my cousin and, and her will do one, so... I think those are all the main stories that we had to talk about and that she had to talk about from growing up in our small town where sometimes weird things have happened. So do you want to... Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to... Um, yeah, give your closing your closing message. Or believe it or not, but yes. It was like in the 50s and that stuff really did happen. You know, it's not made up. And it, it was scary really scary so it leaves you to wonder you know what what's out there what is out there that's so true and thank god we never got hurt ta-ta yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
can't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, you sound good. <laughs> oh my god. Well, <laughs> thanks everyone. Oh. <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Mindwork Radio. <laughs> Take care out there. Yeah.